Concern for the Pope this morning, just to keep him in your thoughts and prayers, usually Wednesday is his big papal audience day, and that has been canceled, and he's been taken to the hospital with his flu-like symptoms, flu, Lloyd? Yeah, flu symptoms. Uh, he's had him for a number of days, they say. They say they, uh, the Vatican has yet to clarify the nature of the short visit. The Pope had canceled appearances on both Sunday and Monday due to his flu symptoms, uh, but he did make the traditional Sunday blessing. They said he had been hurt, like coughing repeatedly, during Ash Wednesday services uh, earlier this month. Yeah, um, so we're going to hope for the best for him. I imagine they're going to give him some IV fluids, get him back on his feet. Um, we have a long tradition here in the state of Michigan that when there are trouble spots in the world, refugees, people left homeless, uh, that Christian organizations, Jewish organizations, all kinds of religious organizations will take them in through these refugee programs. But now... Um, with greater concern about our border security, there is also increased scrutiny on these refugee programs as well. To learn more about it, let's uh, bring in Tom Barrett, who is a former state senator and now a Republican candidate for Michigan's 7th Congressional District. Uh, former Senator Barrett, good morning. Good morning, Guy, and uh, the rest of your team. Thank you for having me on this morning. i got to tell you, some of the proudest moments I, I spent was watching my church, I, I think they were from Mogadishu years ago, bringing in refugees when a horrible famine and political unrest was there. We have a, a, a kind of a faith history of, of reaching out a helping hand to troubled people. What is it about, who, who, would, who are you concerned about in, in the programs that this uh, refugee program would now be servicing? Sure. And, and I want to be clear that, you know, um, obviously, as Americans, we have a humanitarian obligation to, um, you know, do our best to try and provide for, um, you know, care and, and uh, humanitarian aid for those that are facing a true crisis. And, and America has a long tradition of doing that. Um, I mean, we've even fought wars on behalf of, uh, you know, other people who can't fight for their own independence and freedom. Um, but what we're talking about right now is, you know, the the just flow of illegal migrants coming across our border, particularly the southern border. Uh, they are typically put out on parole. They will uh, generally seek asylum status and then will be quickly put out on parole, generally with a, a, a date to determine their eligibility years into the future, which then draws in more people for that because the system has been overwhelmed and they know that there will be a long duration of time in which they will be eligible to remain in this country under this president. And what happened in Michigan is our, our governor, her administration put out a call to Michigan residents to ask them to house migrants that are coming across our border. And I think that's different than some of the circumstances, <clears throat> excuse me, guy that you're talking about where we have had small groups of people that have been impacted by either a, a natural <clears throat> natural disaster or some other, um, you know, policy of uh, concern in their particular country versus literally more than 8 million yeah. illegal entries into our country. So, so she, she is now to keep them channeling people that this isn't famine, drought, civil war. She is now channeling migrants into our refugee programs. Yes. So because individuals can choose, can, basically claim asylum status as refugees when they cross the border. And we know that that program has been abused to the tune of millions of people now coming across our border. It becomes impossible to really uh, effectively manage that program. And what really bothered me is that the governor put out this call, not for Joe Biden to secure our border, which would, you know, really cut down on this, you know, economic uh, 
you know, uh, you know, concern for people here in our country to care and feed and, and house migrants. Instead of calling on Joe Biden to secure the border, she put out a call to Michigan residents to house these migrants while refusing to house any of them herself. She has a 10,000 square foot mansion in Lansing provided by taxpayers, in addition to a 7,000 square foot home on Mackinac Island, and has been unwilling to house any migrants while calling on other, uh, other Michiganders to do that for her. So it, to me, was another do as I say, not as I do democratic policy that we've seen from this governor in the past. But it also fails to remedy the real problem, which is a complete and total lack of any security in any meaningful way on our southern border that we need to address. And it's a huge part of why I'm running for Congress is to really address the failure of security at our southern border that no one has stepped up to do. Um. Sir, according to a statement from the Office of Global Michigan, they say this program is limited to refugees who are still overseas awaiting placement after vetting by the federal government and does not include individuals arriving at the southern border. Well, if that's the case, and if that's truly the the case, then why hasn't Governor Whitmer stepped up to house any of these migrants? So, again, my my question is valid. If she truly claims that all of these individuals coming here are well-vetted, and pose no threat to Michigan, no threat to any of our security, why won't the governor herself with multiple residences, uh, you know, 10,000 square foot residents in Lansing, 7,000 square foot residents on Mackin Island, why won't she lead by example and house migrants there? Well, will Curtis Hertel, my Democratic opponent in this election, uh, who's the hand-picked uh, candidate by Governor Gretchen Whitmer, will he answer this call to serve by our governor and house these uh, refugees and migrants at his home? I mean, we haven't seen okay, any uh, Democrats. You, you, made, you made your report about, about the migrants, but again, you're, you're kind of, I wouldn't say demonizing, but you're calling into question this refugee program. They're saying migrants aren't a part of that. So do you withdraw your, your, your criticisms of it? No, I think that the point is valid that we have had an abuse of the refugee program in the United States, and we need to address that crisis before looking at Okay. How we are going to based on uh, what though? I guess I'm failing to understand. And ex- excuse me, I, I maybe have uh, you know Wednesday brain here. But w- 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 where is the evidence that that refugee program has been misused? Mm-hmm. If these are still people that we're bringing in from overseas who are thoroughly vetted, mm-hmm. uh, I would not say that every individual under this program has been thoroughly vetted. And furthermore, we have had under this president more than eight million illegal entries into our country. We have had people who claim asylum status as they cross the border, claiming refugee status as they cross the border. They are quickly put out onto a parole status as they are uh, encountered at the border and then turned out into our country and then are resettled into states and cities across our country. And we need to get a control of that particular acute problem before we are looking at further bringing in more and more refugees. That is my overall concern and my overall point is that how are we going to parse out who's coming here under, you know, truly, uh, you know, what we would all consider to be refugee status no question. versus those that are abusing the program mm-hmm. and coming here and overwhelming the system. Well, there needs and to be a firewall between those two things, don't, does, doesn't there? Yes, there does, but there hasn't been. And that is another cause for such concern is there hasn't been any type of effective firewall program there. So you can say, yes, one individual here, uh, in, in a particular given circumstance, and Guy, you mentioned a, 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 a refugee program that your church was involved in. That is not the point that I am making. What I, the point that I am making is how are we bringing in 
more and more and more refugees under one set of circumstances when we have already been overwhelmed by those seeking refugee status in some other fashion or another way that I think we can all say has not been done in a thoroughly right. vetted fashion. Correct, in that Michigan took in 2,437 refugees in fiscal year 2023. That's more than double than fiscal year 2022. But according to the Detroit News article, the Welcome Corps is private sponsors who would house these people and, um, you know, find housing, put the kids in school. This is, uh, you know, volunteers who want right. to. Yeah, so they, they're not a burden if they're sponsored, right. presumably. Right. But again, if Gretchen Whitmer and her administration put out this call to Michigan residents to do that, why hasn't she stepped mm-hmm. up in that fashion? If she's calling on us to do it, she certainly has the capacity yeah. in the various homes that she has. And if this is truly of critical need in Michigan, I think leadership involves leading by example, you know, and that's that's been my point. I uh, I think that the governor shouldn't be putting out this call to Michigan residents and instead should be calling on our president to secure our border. Again, I'm running for, for Congress sure. mm-hmm. to challenge the immigration system that we have right now that has allowed the flow of millions, literally over 8 million now, encounters that we've had mm-hmm. at our border no, under I, this president. That's certainly. Which is closing on. It's literally. We share your concern about yeah. that. Absolutely. I, I got to ask you, if you were in Congress today, there's this alternative plan put forth by the problem solvers. It would reinstitute something akin to Title 42. It would reinstitute. Um, remain in Mexico, uh, but then it would also provide uh, some funding for Ukraine. But it would strengthen the southern border, certainly, and and stem this flow. If you were in Congress today, could you support something like that? Well, I do not believe that it would actually strengthen the southern border. It is another one of these do this now and we'll strengthen the border later proposals. We've seen that uh, when President Reagan gave amnesty uh, to the illegal immigrants that were in the country back in the 1980s when Barack Obama did the uh, DACA proposal. What we had following that was a surge yeah. in illegal immigration into our country. I do not in any way trust Joe Biden to actually secure the border. Well, these are House Republicans say, in, in, in conjunction. You know who the problem solvers are. I mean, it's, it's, it's a bipartisan yes, group. So you don't have any faith I, I, that this I, would make a difference then? I do not believe, and furthermore, it says that it would not trigger any of these things until encounters were surpassing 5,000 a day at any given point on the border. Why aren't we already securing the border? Okay. It is already. I think that was the previous the proposal. I think this one doesn't have that threshold, but we'll, we'll, we'll wait to see what the, uh, they haven't released the full details on that yet, Tom, and we'll have you back when they do, because I'd love your take on it. Yeah, I mean, if they haven't released the details, then certainly I'm not going to take a position on it. But I will say that it is already illegal to enter the country without authorization. The president has ample authority to act in that fashion to secure our border and refuses to do so. He on his first day in office, he eliminated any further construction of any barriers along the southern border. He canceled a deployment. You know, I retired from the Army two years ago. Mm -hmm. We were pending for a deployment down to the southern border, and the day Biden took office, he canceled that deployment. Yeah, 50 different, I think, executive orders regarding immigration that uh, certainly were a step back. Tom Barrett, thanks very much. Be safe out on the trail, okay? Thank you. Joe Biden's the first president to take steps to unsecure our border. We've got to stop that. Tom Barrett for Congress.com. Thank you for having me on. All right. Take care. Tom Barrett, uh, former state senator, now uh, looking to uh, face off for Michigan's 7th Congressional District. And we thank him for coming out. When we come back, uh, we're going to get the latest on the primary through the eyes of uh, grassroots Midwest head Adrian Heeman.
What exactly does that uncommitted vote mean to Joe Biden? 13%, 100,000 votes. How damning is that for the November election? 